Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. This portion of Grassroots Marketing on location on Cannabis Radio is presented by Noric Risk. Creating unique insurance solutions for the hemp and cannabis industry is a passion of Noric Risk. Rooted in over 100 years' experience, placing custom, extra-large insurance programs worldwide. Learn more at N-O-R-I-C-K-Risk.com. CannabisRadio.com presents Grassroots Marketing on Location. Featuring exclusive one-on-one -on -one interviews with those impacting and evolving the cannabis industry. Now, let's go on location to the 2016 NCIA Cannabis Business Summit in Oakland, California. Welcome back, everyone, to the National Cannabis Industry Association Cannabis Business Summit here from Oakland, California. We're brought to you by Norick, the high-value insurance specialist and Joining us here at the desk, we have Jessica McElfresh. She's an attorney with McElfresh Law. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Russ. How are you? Doing fantastic. I see your address down in San Diego, and you know I get a lot of stories out of San Diego. <laughs> Not a very friendly political atmosphere down there. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, it's improved, but we're still having major issues. One major improvement, of course, is that the city of San Diego about two years ago passed an ordinance to regulate storefront dispensaries, or as they call them, medical marijuana consumer cooperatives. And that ate about two years of my life, but uh, <laughs> it went very well. And I represent 30 of the licensed storefronts in the city of San Diego now. And also it's great because all of my clients are open. Other people, it's taking longer, but that's not because of an approval delay anymore, although it was a long process and a very stringent one. It's more to do with really sexy things like pulling building permits and redoing parking lots and things mm -hmm. like that. We do still have issues. That's definitely true. A lot of them have to do with the local district attorney's office. For example, I am also one of the attorneys representing MedWest and James Sladek following the unwarranted raid on in January of this year. And 
dealing with issues related to that. My goodness. All right. So are there any other tricks up their sleeve? Do they have any ordinances or referendums or initiatives that are coming up that we need to know about in San Diego or San Diego County? Uh, There are some efforts uh, to try to get some local initiatives on the ballot for November in some of the smaller local cities. I'm not sure on the exact status of those, but that would be a step forward because virtually all of the jurisdictions have passed bans or are simply not allowing the use, which is basically the same thing, including in response to the MMRSA. Like a lot of the state, we've seen a lot of response that way. Uh, The county of San Diego has had an ordinance for six years. They have allowing storefronts, although I still maintain it's the, if not the most, one in the top three most stringent ordinances in the state of California for dispensaries. And they actually, people became interested in it despite its challenges over the past six months, year. And so they passed a moratorium on it. And they may make it better, they may make it worse, they may make it go away. We shall see. Hmm. Uh, So it's it's always interesting in San Diego. And I'd say beyond that, the latest news is the city of San Diego is talking about imposing a tax that would go on the November ballot. It'd be a sales tax. Um, We're sussing out whether it, it appears to be primarily the goal of the city to pass a tax on sales that would occur for recreational or adult use cannabis sales if the adult use of marijuana act passes but there's still some ambiguity in the language where it could wind up taxing medical sales but it it seems for the moment that's not the council's intent so that's an ongoing process that's only been going on for about a few days and so i'll be working on that when i get back from this conference all right well you mentioned mmrsa the medical marijuana uh, laws that have recently passed in california what has the adjustment been like for your clients and for people that want to get involved in the industry what have they had to learn and what are some misgivings or or misperceptions they might have well i think the biggest misperception is that there's something that they can get today i think the other biggest misperception is that the state is going to instantaneously unveil this process instead the state's been very clear they're going to be entering rulemaking which basically as i like to joke you know takes laws that are about you know a quarter of an inch thick and create rules that are an inch thick but that that's okay that's normal that's part of being a regulated industry yeah. so that process will only just be a, a beginning soon and the the Bureau of Medical Marijuana Regulation remains optimistic that they will begin accepting applications on January 1st, 2018. Not approving, accepting. They, they wow. like to be very, very clear on that distinction. Sure. In terms of the local level, well, it really starts with getting a local permit. The MMRSA is unusual in that it is explicit in four or five places that to even begin to think about the state process, you have to have a local permit. So my advice has been, we have to focus on local. Clearly for my clients who do have local permits, they've got an aspect of that done. And now we're watching and working with local governments to adjust ordinances to better sync up with the MMRSA, work on additional uses such as cultivation, manufacturing. I think eventually we're going to turn the corner into discussing transportation and distribution and testing throughout more jurisdictions in the state. And then hopefully we'll eventually begin to discuss more adding more licensing for more dispensaries as the which is the term the state has chosen now so we can end that debate (laughs) Uh, very good so people are gonna uh, get through all of this work through all of these details and then come november we're gonna pass the adult use of marijuana act how much does that change everything for you well not 
quite as much as everyone thinks. It's obviously wonderful from a criminal justice perspective. It's a market improvement. I know it's not full legalization, and I understand that knock. However, something that takes a variety of felonies and makes them now into misdemeanors can only be a net gain in my book. That's my opinion, but I'm Mm -hmm. sticking with it. And I think it's also tremendous politically and tremendous for having the discussion, and it's, it's far time for California to move forward with this. In terms of the industry, though, basically, and this is an oversimplification, but this is short, so it takes the state regulatory mechanism for recreational and lumps it in with the same department that will be regulating for medical, though it renames it. Slightly different intricacies, but it's it's this basically the same place, what we currently call the Bureau of Medical Marijuana Regulation. Apparently, we're changing the name to the Bureau of Medical Cannabis Regulation, and then I believe the AUMA will change it to the Bureau of Marijuana Regulation. So, you know, <laughs> uh, they're going to go through several sets of stationery. Okay. Yeah, um, really. <laughs> and then at, but at the local level, people are still, even though the AUMA does not explicitly state the way the MMRSA does, you're going to have to get a local permit, and local jurisdictions maintain the ability to allow some uses, allow no uses. So uh-huh. the scenario I often use is if I, I live in I live in San Diego County, if uh, the city of Oakland decides they want to allow recreational storefronts or adult use storefronts, I could drive to Oakland, I'm over 21, purchase cannabis and drive back home to my home in San Diego and enjoy it in the privacy of my home, hypothetically. And that should not be grounds for any arrest or a citation or search and seizure or anything like that under the Adult Use of Marijuana Act. It does not mean, though, that the city of San Diego has to allow for recreational or adult use sales. They may choose to. They may not. They have that ability, just like every other jurisdiction. Same will go for cultivation, manufacturing, etc. What does your crystal ball tell you? Do you think San Diego will want to get involved in that? I think the city of San Diego is currently talking about passing a tax that would be that they intend to impose, oh, as I said, some things need to get sussed out, yeah. on recreational sales. I think the city needs to understand that if they want to collect on that tax for recreational sales, they have to allow and license recreational (laughs) sales. Otherwise, there's candidly very little purpose in passing that tax on recreational or adult use sales. But I would believe that if they're willing to discuss that, perhaps they're willing to discuss the other part. What is important, though, if all of these taxes and and, you you, you hear this from government you hear this from people within the industry you know tax me tax me tax me well okay but we need to remember something here which is there's this person he's he or she is called a consumer or in many or in many cases now a qualified patient and if we have recreational they will be an adult use consumer these are people they they have budgets just like you and i they do not have unlimited funds in most cases in fact Last I checked, most people were struggling to pay a lot of their bills. Mm -hmm. We have to be very, very careful. Everyone needs to get out their calculator. Whether you work for the state government, the local government, or you're within the industry, you need to actually calculate how much the ultimate purchase price will be for a consumer when you add in all these various taxes. It needs to be a reasonable number. It cannot be a cost-prohibitive number because otherwise regulation... It'll just be very difficult for your average consumer to participate in the regulated market, no matter how much they want to. And that is personally what I want and what I believe the state of California wants. Of course, the voters will tell us on recreational. Sure. But I do believe that that's what a lot of local governments want. They want to move this out of the shadows into a, rec- into a regulated market, and that's a laudable goal. 
but we have to be very, very careful about the end price for the end consumer. Oh, I'm glad you said so. Jessica McElfresh, she's an attorney in San Diego, California. And do you have contact information for people down there that want to get in touch with you? Sure. Um, Best way to get in touch with me is my office number, which is 858-756-7107. And also, I, I have a website. It's www.criminallawyersandiego.com, all one word, www.criminallawyersandiego.com. And you can also email me. It's my first name at mylastnamelaw.com. And thanks very much. Thank you, Jessica, for joining us here. And good luck with everything and have yourself a great show. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this. Thank you for listening to this edition of Grassroots Marketing on location, only on CannabisRadio.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.